Welcome to the Dramatically Different Dietitian Podcast. I am your host, Cheryl Ravelis Majapinto, and I am a registered dietitian nutritionist and a certified lifestyle eating and performance therapist. I specialize in emotional eating, and I am also the owner of Healing Heart Nutrition and the creator of the Gain Control of Your Eating program. Join me, and together, let us gain some perspective on how to finally end the guilt behind how we actually eat and to actually start living your truth today. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining. Today, I have a special guest joining me. Not only is she a special guest, but she is somebody that is close to my heart. She is my sister. And for many of you that know me, know that we have been joining forces the past few months. And I thought it would be great to bring her on, number one, to so that she can share a little bit about what it is that uh, she does and how she complements what I believe that I do. And also ask some questions uh, about her eating and how that ties into, you know, family and environment and our culture and our upbringing. As I know that in the previous episodes, I've shared with all of you a little bit about kind of memory lane and my upbringing and um, how it all kind of plays a role. So, you know, uh, let me bring her on. Her name is Karen Ravelis, and she is an exercise physiologist and uh, why don't you take the show and you, you are going to introduce yourself better than, than, than I will. So go ahead and uh, introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Karen Ravelis. As you all know, I'm Cheryl's sister. And, um, you know, what I really want to talk about is I'm really passionate about human movement and um, breathing and, and how it really plays a role in helping us, you know, get out of like a lot of tightness or discomfort. And, um, you know, it really... When we really have these kinds of things on point, it not only just kind of transitions into like helping us move better without restrictions and making us feel more stable and balanced, it also helps with like sleep quality, um, energy levels, and um, you know, a lot of other things that we maybe wouldn't think would help us. So, so Karen, I want to just bring it to me one minute to ask a question, and all those things are, are awesome that you do and you know, you have this this ability to help people, even though they may think that, you know, you can't, you do. But what I think is so interesting about your story is how you have come to this type of therapy. And I think what I think is interesting is how maybe if you could start to just share a little bit about your story. I mean, I am my, I'm your sister, so I kind of know about your story. I know about how, you know, you've been an avid exerciser your whole life. You're, you're, you know, I, I, I look up to you and admire your strength and your, um, you know, how, how dedicated you are, but you know, you've had many people throughout the years that you've worked with. So I know you struggled with pain in your own self and, and, and neck issues from poor movement. So tell them a little bit about your story if you can, because, because I think that that will be really helpful. And this has everything to do with eating. <laughs> it does. Um, gee, I'm just trying to think of where I can actually like start. You know what I mean? Like in the middle or the beginning, or do you want me to go back to like how it happened with the Taekwondo, how we were feeling kind of crappy about, uh, yeah, you know, think, our eating I, I think, and you know, stuff like let's, that. Remember? Let's try to keep it within, you know, maybe you can do that with five, 10 minutes. But yeah, I think people want to hear your story. 
that's that's how you ended up helping others is because you struggled yourself as I have struggled myself with my eating. And that's what brought me to become a counselor and a health coach and a dietitian. And it's the same thing with you. Exactly. Well, as you know, the, the original that started with the exercise stuff, you know, remember all the late eating at night, me yes. working at the market, um, you know, going to bed at like... I don't know, 4 a.m. or 3 o'clock in the morning. Yep, and so you tell her how, you know, my sister used to help my father. He had his own business, and it was a produce business. And she, you know, she used to work with him and help him. So it was crazy hours. And I many times would bring late food to you. Exactly. So, um, you know, I just got to the point where I was just getting kind of sick of myself. You know, I said, I got to do something about this, you know, because you kind of feel like you're starting to, like, put a little bit of weight on. You know, you're tired. Um, you know, sometimes you might be going to work and feeling like kind of like grumpy, like knowing that your mood is off. So, you know, I had said to Cheryl, I was like, you know, we really have to do something about this. We can't live like this anymore. And she agreed. And we decided to join, um, a wellness center together and, you know, getting involved in that just kind of like snowballed. We both got involved with the martial arts because there was martial arts that they were offering at this, um, wellness center. And, you know, we really kind of got hooked with that and, you know, really getting involved. And, um, you know, as we started moving up in the ranks, um, you know, where I was asked to do some assistant teaching, do some teaching myself. And, um, you know, I was just, like I had said earlier, very fascinated with human movement and, you know, really wanting to study it more. So um, that's something that I did. I ended up uh, going back to get my master's in physical education and, um, you know, always like wanting to improve my martial arts skill because that was like my thing. I just loved it. I loved everything, you know, for the whole mental aspect of things and the physical aspect of it. Um, you know, I just wanted to be the best that I could be. And then, of course, teaching people, I wanted to make sure that, um, you know, I had a good eye for, for their movement. So I always was, you know, trying to, you know, study that. Um, for years, for years, um, talking to different people. And what really, really, and I'm going to really fast forward here um, for sake of time, is what really got me um, where I'm at now is I had, um, I was actually training for a certification that involved an endurance test. And I was getting like a lot of neck pain with this. And it was very frustrating. And I had had um, a couple of people look at it and they said, oh, no, everything looks like it's fine and, and things like that. And, and can I just interrupt because you went to mainstream conventional healthcare too, right? Well, Nothing I had... Nothing against the mainstream, but... Well, I had actually... Um, I ended up going to the doc... Exactly. Just for this, just to double check it. You know, mm -hmm. someone's like, oh, you probably should double check it. You know, like things like that. So I did in the... The advice I got was just stop doing the activity, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, or, you know, well, well, sometimes when we start getting older, this is what happens. And I'm like, that's so ridiculous. Like, I am like, no, that's no, I'm, I'm not clearly not doing something correctly. And I need to find <laughs> out what the issue is, you know, rather than yes. just stop doing it and just like giving up something. And or I did accepting your fate or right? accepting my fate. And, and I, so, and then uh, our upbringing, how they were. Right, always getting surgeries or medications to help their elements rather than trying to improve their health to feel better. Yep. So what ended up happening was um, this gentleman that I was working with, I was training with. Um, he he was a master instructor for the RKC, and he had referred me to a chiropractor who's a rehabilitation specialist. I mean, she's she's not just a chiropractor. I mean, no, an anatomist and. 
Um, her name is Kathy Dooley, Dr. Kathy Dooley. And um, I met her and I liked her approach. I mean, I she had really gave me for the first time an actual explanation, you know, using anatomy and uh, functional movement and what what the some of the connections were like why I had the neck pain. You know, I remember specifically saying to her, you know, Hey, I went out for like a little jog and I was feeling it, feeling it in my neck. I go, how weird is that? And she's like, that's not weird at all. And she kind of like explained to me about it. And I was like, Oh my God, this is so interesting. I, I want to learn more. And then from there, I just started working with her, you know, uh, going to her coursework. Uh, she's a mentor of mine and, and things like that. And then, you know, I started to become a teaching assistant for neurokinetic therapy and then her, uh, her coursework, immaculate dissection. And, um, you know, it's just, it's fascinating to me because I feel like it, it really gives you hope that, Hey, I'm not broken. I, I can actually do something about this and, um, I can have strategies in place and I can have solutions in place. Like if I'm somebody who, who's a, exercise person or I'm, I'm playing sports and, you know, I'm maybe, maybe my, my hip is always hurting all the time or my back hurts and, you know, taking a look at the system as a whole and, and really trying to coordinate things together better. It, it's not about being weak. Like, you know, a lot of common things I hear people say is, oh, my abs are weak or you just need to get stronger. It's not about just getting stronger. It's about, you know, being able to coordinate the movements and, you know, things like that. So I, I I really think that that's super important. I, I see how it's it's helped my training, and um, you know I, I'm a huge advocate of it. And I'm I'm just you know, and, and, and I feel like I'm interrupting you, but this is a conversation because I think people need to hear it. You know, when you were younger and, and you didn't bring this up, so that's why I'm bringing it up for you. You used to struggle with GI problems. Oh, definitely. And, and a lot of that stemmed from the overeating and then um, the exercise. Stressing myself Correct. out too. Like, cause um, I remember when, when I was scheduled, like when I, I, right now I just trained by myself with my martial arts, but for years I was in a class setting and, um, and I worked full time in, in a corporation. Um, and I used to be so stressed out knowing that I had class afterwards and I was all like, oh, I'm not going to eat nothing. Like I can't eat anything like certain, like I wouldn't eat certain stuff. You know, I wouldn't eat for like long periods of time because I didn't want it to upset my stomach. And, um, you know, then I'd be making sure I was drinking all this water, you know, not considering electrolyte aspect of things, you know, and just constantly like Cardinal time crunch, stress. like, oh my God, I got to get my job done. And, oh, I didn't have enough time to use the bathroom. So I'd sit there and I'd like hold my, you know, pee, you know, and I'd be like cranking at my computer and getting mm -hmm. myself all annoyed. And then knowing that I had to be out at a certain time mm -hmm. to go to class or in, in instances when I was actually teaching classes, like that whole thing, like I remember my stomach would like blow up like a balloon. And I and remember I, need, too, I was just like, on the outside looking at her, anybody that knows her, she's very fit and she's very strong and she's tall. And, you know, anyone that would see her, you know, with, with her exercise background would just assume, you know, look at this, this, this picture of health. And I think a lot of us walk around and we, we just assume people are a certain way. And it was neither good or bad, but inside you, 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 were, you caused major stress to your body, which set you up to have increased pain and, um, you know, mobility and all of those things that I know that you are so well versed in now. And you're able to help people that have struggled with what you've struggled with. Oh, definitely. And I feel that... Um, you know, because I've, I've put myself through all these motions myself. Like I actually took myself off of training martial arts 
So I can go back to doing the getup, which the getup is some for people that don't know what that is, is it favors the uh, developmental movement pattern of the child. It's how the child learned how to get up and stand and then ultimately walk. And, and this is this is some of the things that I had said that I was learning in this coursework and training under um, Dr. Dooley is this is this has been huge for me because um, I wanted to try to retrain my movement pattern because there was some things that I just I, I, I was having difficulties with. And I just got to the point where I was like, that, that's it. I'm, I'm just going to, you know, go back and really focus on what I'm doing and just try to learn and feel the movement and retrain the pattern. And, um, and, and, and that's what I did. But, you know, it, it's like with anything, you're, you're never a one and done. You're always going to be working on these things. And, you know, and, and life, when life throws monkey wrenches at you, I mean, just because you, you know, your movement might've felt real strong and stable one day, it doesn't necessarily mean that that's how you're going to be tomorrow or, or a month from now, you know, and, you know, I can, I can tell you, you know, from personal experience, you know, having some issues, um, you know, going at work at one time. And then, you know, then my dad had passed away and it really threw my movement out off, um, you know, with the stress and all of that. So that's something to consider, you know, you know, where people sometimes, you know, we're, we're very hard on ourselves and, um, you know, we're, you know, we just feel like we want something to happen immediately. And, you know, there, there's, there's a big gift in, in, in that sometimes, you know, there's a, sometimes there's, there's, there's a little bit of a gift in maybe having a little bit of a pain or, or getting thrown off your kilter because then you see what it is you, you, what you could do for yourself, like, cause you've done it before and you know, you can do it again. So, um, let me ask you something. So what do you suggest for people? I know that, um, in my experience in counseling others, you know, my, my focus is the nutrition piece and, you know, obviously the, the behavior change, but I have had people that, you know, they're very active. They've come to me, you know, diets fairly well, and they constantly, you know, maybe every month or every other month, they may have like a nagging back pain or, you know, their hips may bother them or their shoulder will bother them. But yet, you know, they work through it and, um, you know, they're a little older, you know, they're around our age and they've always been a physically fit person. So they just kind of just deal with it. Like, is that normal? Number one. And what do you suggest for people like that? Well, I think, I think it's normal for people to just shrug things off. And I think it's normal for people to think that they're, they're old and that's just part of, that's par for the course. I think that we've, as a society, that's kind of like what the norm is. And, um, you know, just because it's normal doesn't mean that it's, it's right. Right. Of course. So I think what maybe someone could do is they could start out doing something very simple is just doing some light breathing you and, know and what's and i and, and, and like the so start. many people tell us this what is the right way i mean i think there's a right or a wrong way but you know how do they start off well i think it would be great to maybe kind of like just do like a little bit of a check-in with yourself like take a take a like breathe in right now through through your nose and and what do you notice about yourself do you notice that your shoulders are raising um, do you notice that you may have a little bit of a hard time getting a breath in? Um, you know, if you, you know, breathing in, breathing out, like, do you feel like little stuttering type of thing? You know, maybe like you have to take a minute, like a, like that. 
So um, I think just maybe trying to create some awareness around it, I think is great. I think because sometimes we don't realize it. So you really can't change something or, or try to enhance yourself if you don't understand or know where you're at now. I think so kind of having an idea about that is, is, is key. Um, and just kind of knowing where the breath should come from. So if you just kind of put your hands on the sides of your rib cage and just kind of calmly inhaling through your nose and then exhaling. And when you inhale, the rib cage should kind of go out slightly. So it should go out to the sides. And then when you exhale, it should come back in. So that, that's where you want your breath to come from. You don't want your breath to be coming from like raising of the shoulders and things like that. Um, Cause that's how a lot of us can end up with some neck pain. Um, because if your neck is helping you breathe, it's not available for neck movement. So that could be where a lot of people are experiencing a lot of tightness in their neck um, and getting massages and getting, you know, stretching and constant pulling and all of these things. I'm not poo-pooing any of that, of course, but I also feel like if your neck is there to kind of like help you, like it's trying to stabilize you and you're taking, taking it away and not replacing it with anything else, then that's why a lot of people will report that it comes back like 10 times worse, or it may feel good for a short period of time, but then come back afterwards. So, you know, something that, you know, people should kind of think of, you know, if you're stretching something, you know, maybe kind of like look as to why you're stretching it. Like, why would it be tight? Like, is it tight because it's neat? You know, is it kind of like trying to help another particular body part that's not doing its like function completely? So, um, so it sounds like to me, it is normal if people are normally feeling pain, but it's not normal if they're aware of what they're doing is improper based off of a basic movement of breathing, right? Mm -hmm. And then the body's compensating for it, therefore why it keeps going back and forth to pain. Mm -hmm. Um, wow, that, that, that's a great, you know, great strategy, great tip. Um, for anything. In this case, we're talking about movement, um, but that could be used towards anything, right? Mm -hmm. Essentially. So, you know, one takeaway that if someone, you know, what do you want to say to everyone? What do you feel is the most important thing you, you know, if, if someone wanted to work with you or someone was interested in, in kind of just hearing a little bit more or um, you know something resonated with them with your story. What what's one takeaway you 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 feel is important to get your message across of how you really help others? Well, I, I want people to feel that um, they can help themselves, and um, that it's not you don't have to think that this is normal. Like you, this is not par for the core. Like don't. Don't ever feel like you're trapped that you don't ever have a solution. Like there's always something that you can do for yourself. Um, you know, if, if you're working, whatever, whatever your situation may be, um, you know, this is just would be an extra added tool that you can have in your toolbox. I mean, 
Um, you know, a lot of people when they're tight or they feel stiff or they have discomfort or, or pain or whatever, um, it really hinders them sometimes, you know, depending on what the person's age group may be. There may be people that may be having a hard time, you know, playing with their kids or, or picking up their children or, you know, maybe the grandparent that wants to have more, you know, be more active for their, for their grandchildren and, um, and things like that. And, you know, the, I feel that the, the stuff that I do, you know, can really help enhance someone's quality of life with that. Absolutely. And, you know, and it's not like you feel like, and I don't want people thinking that they would have to do all these crazy exercises or any of that because, you know, really my approach is really trying to help people optimize their movement patterns and their breathing patterns. And then, train, you know, being able to gain the awareness and recognizing, you know, how important it is to integrate that into your daily life. So if, you know, your hips bothering you and it's tight and, you know, let's just say I, you know, give you like some active stretching with that and, you know, kind of help you teach you how to maybe get up off the ground a little bit better. Like, that's great. I mean, that's going to help you, right, with your life. And then if you wanted to move into some kind of a class setting or a movement, you know, one-on-one -on -one or whatever the case may be, then we build on that pattern. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't want to be that per, and I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with this, but I do want my message to be clear that, you know, it wouldn't be, we're going to do all these different sexy exercises all the time. You know, I want to build on the patterns because I want you to get good at life. I want you to be able to get up off the ground with your, with your grandchild. I want you to be able to pick your, your baby up, your newborn baby up without pain. You know, um, I, I, for the athlete out there, I want you to be able to like, you know, do your best. You know, if you're a basketball player and you're coming up from a layup, you know, I want you to be able to land safely and keep doing that for the rest of your life. You know what I mean? So that, that's, that's, that's how, how I, feel about about things yeah and essentially you know you really are for every stage of you know life preparation like for you know i know a lot of times with my clients they may have weight issues right and you know they may don't they don't want to go into a gym or an exercise study and they feel embarrassed or i have people that are struggling with gi issues and um, you know, they feel like they can't get through a class without, you know, maybe having to go to the bathroom or whatever it may be. And, you know, I know that you can prepare people for appropriate, you know, going to exercise and you can help them to continue that they do, uh, the movements correctly. Or like you had mentioned, you know, someone that maybe is superior to that. And that's an athlete that's, you know, constantly training and doing different things. You can complement any area of what ever activity level someone is at. And I think that that's what's really great about what you do um, and how you can complement someone's life and enhance their life. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that you're my sister because when I'm really hurt, sometimes I, you know, will ask her. But, um, you know, you do great things. So if people want to get a hold of you, I mean, obviously you all know you can check out me. But what's the best way? What, what, you know, I know you're kind of just getting started out. What's the best way to get a hold of you? The be, um, to email me. What, what's the email? My email address is K-R-A-V, as in Vincent, at, oh, I'm sorry. Ooh, let me go back. I made a mistake. I forgot the seven. Sorry, guys. So let me repeat that again. It's K-R-A-V, as in Vincent, seven 
at icloud.com. So that's my email. So feel free to email me if you'd like to talk. I'd be happy to talk to you. And um, I'll be happy to give you my number. My number is 860-729-9700. So feel free to send me a text, um, email, give me a call. And um, I can also respond to the podcast, right? I didn't. We didn't even think about that, you know? No. Yeah. And uh, she can also be found under, um, you know, yeah, our staff. So Karen is our staff, right? And healingheartnutrition.com. So there's many ways. But, um, you know, we really appreciate you listening today. And I hope that you all you know, we're able to kind of learn something different. I know we didn't talk a lot about eating, but how important movement is with your body and how that ties into your eating and how that ties into your mental health in terms of the behaviors and the choices that you make. Um, Because how we feel physically and how we feel mentally is, you know, creates thoughts. And again, these thoughts create these feelings, which trigger our behaviors so um pain if we're in pain you know and we're told to you know get a muscle relaxer and don't do the movement and if you're an emotional eater guess what you might be kind of getting a bag of chips and sitting on the couch so it does have everything to do with it but you know i hope you enjoyed our you know my guest today and thank you so much for coming and if you have any questions you know where to reach us thank you very much bye Thanks everybody for listening to the Dramatically Different Dietitian with your host, Cheryl Ravelis Magipinto. 